What's up, everybody? SkylineSportsMT.com's Big Sky Breakdown. Last Big Sky Breakdown for the week leading up to Saturday. We'll have a post-game Big Sky Breakdown after all the action completes on uh, Saturday late evening, probably early into Sunday morning, so stay tuned for that. Coulter Duanas, your Friday episode always featuring the interviews from over the week. Today's Big Sky Breakdown will feature RJ Martinez. He is a sophomore quarterback for Northern Arizona, NAU hosting Montana State on Saturday afternoon in Flagstaff. Also there from Paul Wolf, a guy who spent time as a head coach at Eastern Washington in the Big Sky Conference and then has been back in the league with stops at both Sacramento State and now Cal Poly working there as the offensive line coach under Bo Baldwin. He's got great perspective on the rest of the league. Sac State remains one of the hottest teams in the country, the last undefeated Big Sky Conference team. And we'll hear from Asher O'Hara, the senior quarterback for the uh, Sac State Hornets. Looking forward to talking to him. We'll hear from Chris Ball, the head coach of NAU. A excerpt from our interview on Nuana's Now, my daily radio show. Uh, on ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. We're from Callahan O'Reilly as part of our Montana State Minute from Nuanas now. He's a senior inside linebacker for the Bobcats. We're from Trajan Cotton, our Grizz Star of the Week from Nuanas now. He is a junior defensive back for the University of Montana. I also share my analysis spot from K-Sky Country on our Blue and Gold Thursdays. I joined uh, K-Sky with Dave Wooten and Allie and the folks over there at K-Sky every Thursday in the Bozeman area, so you can always check that out on the radio as well. So looking forward to sharing that with you too. Thanks to all of our great sponsors, including our Fit During Football sponsors, the Hype House, the Hot House Yoga, and Elevate Nutrition, plus Nutrition on Reserve, and also thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity, Nick Tabor, Westpac Wealth, Town Pump, Montana's best, keeping us fueled up all season long. JNV Restaurant Supply, your home for everything kitchen. And Blackfoot Communications, helping us connect to more. Here's the Big Sky Breakdown, starting with RJ Martinez, Northern Arizona quarterback. Big Sky Breakdown, we got a first time guest here on the Big Sky Breakdown, a young man who was the freshman of the year in the Big Sky Conference a year ago. He is a sophomore quarterback for the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks out of Austin, Texas. It's RJ Martinez. RJ, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Doing great. Uh, first and foremost, just tell us a little bit about uh, this season. I know that it's been uh, an up and down year there for you guys at NAU, but you're coming off of a victory this last weekend with Montana State coming to town. So uh, just take us through it. What's it been like in year two for you there as a starting quarterback at NAU? Uh, you know, kind of like what you said, uh, it's been there's been a lot of ups and downs, and um, I think everybody in, in every season kind of deals with that. Um, you know, obviously we had a lot of expectations coming into this year. And we've met them in some areas, and we haven't met them in other areas. So we're just trying to, um, you know, obviously finish out this year with the winning record and um, hopefully winning these last three games. And, uh, you know, we're very capable of doing that. And, you know, obviously in year two, I'm a lot more comfortable in the offense and, you know, getting a better chemistry with guys like Coleman Owen and Hendrick Johnson, obviously, because um, we've been two years playing together now. So, you know, I think offensively, you know, we've done a decent job of, you know, obviously converting on third down and, you know, doing what it what needs to be done to stay on the field. But obviously, you know, there's obviously room for improvement, you know, obviously with us and defensively and everywhere else. So, you know, kind of like what you said, it was, it's been an up and down year for us, but, you know, we're trying to finish strong uh, with the last three um, games of our season this year. Take me back to last year when you guys had the great win over Arizona. I know that that was something you probably talked about a lot, but that was sort of a breakout moment for you and sort of a breakthrough moment uh, under Coach Ball for the program. So uh, what went into that, and what was it like sort of handling all the attention that came after that? Because obviously you upset a a Pac-12 school that's also an in-state rival. Uh, A lot of attention comes with it. So uh, just take us through that that experience as a whole. 
Yeah, uh, you know, obviously it was a great experience for not only me, but this entire program. We uh, we went into that game believing that we could compete with them and that we can win. And it was obviously my first game. So uh, the, the first two weeks I was working with the scout team, not getting many reps in practice. I was technically the uh, fourth string guy on the depth chart. And, you know, Coach Fugrad just told me that week that, you know, I may get an opportunity to play in the game. So, you know, obviously going into the game, I was kind of expecting to play, but, you know, I wasn't really sure on how the game would go if I, you know, really was going to play or not, obviously, because I was a freshman and, um, you know, obviously it takes a lot of courage to put a freshman in there in a setting like that. Um, but, you know, ultimately I did go in, so I was, you know, ready to play. Um, I was prepared and, you know, it was just an overall, you know, great team effort, you know, with the defense getting, I believe, two or three turnovers. Um, you know, our special team's doing a great job playing the field position game. Um, and then, you know, obviously the offense uh, coming through and we really needed it. You know, obviously the late drive, in the late fourth quarter, um, with me throwing the touchdown to Hendricks and then um, KD, Kevin Daniels getting a, a, a 20 yard run earlier in the game, you know, just little things like that. And then um, Brady Shuck getting a pick six, you know, obviously those, those were big plays that ultimately um, led to us winning. So um, like I said, it was, a, it was a great experience. It was awesome. You know, it was obviously great because it was my first college game and to be able to, be a part of an upset that, you know, obviously not a lot of people believed that we could pull off and hadn't been done here in almost 80 years uh, was really something special and something I remember for the rest of my life. And, um, yeah, it was just an overall great experience and great uh, win for not only our team, but, um, you know, our program, our community, and um, Lumberjack Nation. RJ Martinez joining us here on uh Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. He is a sophomore quarterback for Northern Arizona. They prepare to host Montana State on Saturday. You mentioned just expectations. What's it like when you, you do sort of have to have expectations? I mean, you want them. Obviously, you're a competitor. You want to be the best you can be. Um, how does that go about, though, just sort of mentally uh, handling the weight of uh, higher expectations for yourself and for the squad? Yeah, I think – when you have a lot of expectations, you obviously got to meet it with the workload. And I think with our new strength staff that we got a year ago, you know, they were, they were here for a full off season and we had them all through um, the season last year. You know, they did a great job getting us uh, physically prepared and uh, having spring ball this spring obviously helped with uh, us mentally. So, you know, I think when you have a lot of expectations or, you you expect a lot of things to happen. I think the only way to really match that is by um, working hard and really working to what those goals that you have are for. So, you know, I think just really the main thing that we emphasized this past spring, winter, summer was just really working hard to, you know, meet those expectations. And, you know, obviously our expectations was a big sky championship and you know, we didn't meet that, but I think as far as where the program's going for the next, you know, few years while I'll still be here, um, I think we're heading in the right direction. Um, and I think if we can, you know, obviously win out these past three games, these next three games, uh, that'll be really big for us. You know, getting a winning record for the first time in, I want to say, six years since 2017, obviously will be big for us and will be a big uh, momentum shifter going into um, the next off season. So um, I, I think just really meeting... Uh, the expectations with working hard is really the biggest thing. 
Tell me about you and your path to Northern Arizona, because I know you guys have some really good young players, and I know Chris Ball has done a great job of recruiting young talent. We look at your guys' roster, you have a lot of youth. So uh, how much of that was a selling point, is just coming in there and, and playing for a new head coach and, and uh, sort of rebuilding the program? Yeah, I think we we have a lot of great young players. And obviously with uh, the situations we've had this year in, in terms of injuries, people going down, you know, they've had to step in early. And it's not – not easy uh, coming in from you know being a, being in high school a year ago straight into the college level you know and I can kind of attest to it just because you know I that was my experience a year ago so um, you know I think the young guys that have really stepped in for guys that have been injured uh, have done a really good job um, and I think moving forward obviously with younger guys um, getting more experience will help our program in the long run and like you said Coach Paul's done a great job. Um, recruiting, you know, good players out of high school, um, some guys in the transfer portal. And I think, you know, if we continue to do that, you know, we're going to get the best players to come here. And then ultimately, you know, it'll it'll show on Saturday. So I think we just continue to keep doing what we're doing. Um, you know, uh, the results will come. RJ Martinez, Northern Arizona quarterback, joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown. Uh, last couple things for you, man. What's uh, what's the scout on Montana State? You guys haven't played. I mean, shoot, I think there's one guy that's played against the other team in this whole game, and that's RJ Fitzgerald, who's a fullback for the Cats, who's a, a sixth-year senior who played as a true freshman and didn't redshirt until later on in his career. So completely foreign opponent for both teams. Well, what's it like preparing for somebody you really have no idea about, and what have you seen so far on film out of the Cats? Yeah, they're um... – Obviously, they're they're one of the best teams we're going to play this year. I think the main thing defensively that they really have going for them is is the guys that they have up front. You know, they got four really good defensive linemen that you know can get to the pass rusher just rushing the first four guys. You know, they don't really have to bring much pressure. They don't really have to blitz a lot of guys. They can just really just line up and rush those four guys up front, and you know they get home a lot of the time. So I think um, you know in terms of their defense, you know they're very very well-coached defense. They're, you know, obviously really, really talented up front and even, um, you know, into the second level with the linebackers and um, DBs, you know, they're very uh, football savvy. So, you know, I think this is one of the, one of the best defenses we'll definitely go up against this year. And, um, you know, definitely a well-coached football team. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to get the opportunity to go up against them. So, well, should be a fun one. Montana State at Northern Arizona. R.J. Martinez, freshman, sophomore, excuse me, uh, the reigning freshman of the year in the Big Sky Conference, but a sophomore quarterback for uh, the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks as they prepare to face Montana State uh, in Flagstaff uh, 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon. R.J., thanks for being here, man. Very nice talking to you, and we'll catch up with you down the road, but thanks for taking a minute. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. 
Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit TownPump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Well, time now for our Across the Sidelines and a fun one today because we go across the sidelines and welcome in Paul Wolf. He's the offensive line coach at Cal Poly, the Mustangs in Missoula on Saturday uh, to take on the Montana Grizzlies, a night game at Washington Grizzlies Stadium. And uh, this is a, the second time for Coach Wolf in Missoula coaching at Cal Poly, but he's been to Missoula quite a bit because he's been in the Big Sky Conference on and off for a really, really long time. Coach, thanks so much for being with us. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, very good. Uh, first and foremost, let's just talk about the here and now. First, tell us just about kind of your path to Cal Poly. I know that you've crossed paths with Bo Baldwin several times, and I've known him forever, just covering the league and uh, you know covering Eastern and all that. But now here at Cal Poly, uh, what, what led you to San Luis Obispo, and what do you think of this challenge you guys have there at Cal Poly? Well, you know, it, it goes back really to 2003, and um, you know. It, and hired Bo uh, to to be an offensive coordinator at Eastern Washington, and we were together four years, you know. And then I I went to Washington State, and he replaced me as the head coach. And you know, we've always been friends over the years, and uh, stayed in contact, and met up in different times of the year with football, and uh, crossed paths that way. And then um, when he got the head job here, he and I talked, and I thought it was a great opportunity, and and um, to get back together. But but really come to a place where we i think for years have always felt that if the uh, administration and the alumni wanted to really turn this into something special that cal poly could be that as a football program and, and by hiring Bo and then putting in the resources and starting the facility project that we're about to do we, we really feel like we're on that way to doing something special here it's such a great place i mean I, i've only been to san luis Obispo a couple of times but i feel fortunate to, to get to go there because i mean it's just like you're on vacation. It's amazing. I love everything about it. It just seems so, so cool. And so it seems like there's a great opportunity to, you know, recruit there. It seems like you can get you know, talented young coaches and things like that. So, I mean, do you see those as, as advantages uh, for, for Cal Poly as an institution and a football program? Yeah, that's a huge advantage. I mean, you know, we live, you know, where people want a vacation, you know, and so when you can do that year round, I think that's really cool. You know, for all the years that uh, between Bo and myself spinning and Cheney and, and and going through the winters and the and the wind and all that, like, it feels like we kind of uh, are living in heaven here down here with this weather every single day. So we feel real fortunate with that. And and um, but we do think that with the academics that we have here that are absolutely outstanding, um, the facility that they're about to build, John Madden uh, and his family have put forth a, a very generous gift to build us a, a football facility that's uh, attaches to the football stadium that'll be state of the art and then you know that combination of quality education facilities and location um, this can be a very very special place for football and and um, we know we got a lot of hard work in front of us because uh, where we've started and, and and to transition from the triple option offense uh, and scheme uh, into recruiting completely different type of players. You know, it was going to be a little bit of a challenge, and I think everyone here involved knew that, and um, and we're going through that right now. But but we do have really good young athletes. Um, they're just not as mature as I think anyone would like as you head in through a, a whole football season. But but it's coming, and, and we feel like, you know, within a year or two, three, we're going to be right in the mix, you know, being one of the more competitive teams in the league. Paul Wolf joining us across the sidelines here on ESPN Radio. Well, it's SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Or maybe you're listening to this on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast, Skyline Sports. Appreciate Coach Wolf for joining us. He's the offensive line coach at Cal Poly. And, uh, Coach, you've, you've 
coached offensive line throughout your career at a variety of different stops. It is such a distinctly unique and interesting challenge, though, being that Cal Poly was running the triple option, and that's a totally different body type and totally different fundamental skill set than than it is, you know, for for other types of offenses. So when it comes down to the details of your challenge, I mean, what's it like trying to, uh, you know, teach guys and, and sort of revamp this offensive line at Cal Poly? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the biggest challenge in the program from for a sure. positional standpoint between that and quarterback. You know, we've, we've uh, you know, you inherit a bunch of young men that, that really were built for the triple option and actually played a lot. Most of them played triple option in high school. So now you're trying to convert them they may not have the physical stature that you'd like to be able to execute the new schemes you're trying to do. So there's a balance of, of finding those guys that, you know, working with the kids that are here and then trying to bring in players to get them rolling. But as you know, it's really hard for anyone to come in as a first year or second year player, particularly in the offensive line and have an impact. And since this is really only our second season, you know, I feel very, I'm very proud of the guys that are here and what they're doing and how they're progressing. Um, but we still have, you know, plenty of work to do in this area in the front to get this thing built the way we want it. Um, but we are heading in a really good direction and, and uh, we just got to keep growing them and staying positive as we go through our, our ups and downs. Well, you spent a uh, decade and a half plus at, uh, at Eastern Washington and then came back to the Big Sky 2016 when he came back as the offensive line coach at Sac State. So been in the Big Sky now for half a dozen years again. When you, During your time away, though, I mean, when you came back to the league, what did you think of the competition and, and how had sort of the landscape of the league changed during a year time away? It really has changed. And, and um, I noticed it when I was gone uh, for five, six years and then coming back and, and just, you know, seeing the depth throughout the conference of quality of, of each team and program. Um, and you've just seen a change even the last three to four years. I think there's, there's everyone's made investments. Everyone is building new facilities. Everyone's enhancing their program, putting more dollars into their program so they can grow it. Um, and so you just see a higher end of play. Uh, you see more depth. You know, and I, and I said this yesterday, I, I just think the physicality in this league uh, from top to bottom is greater than it's been. And, and I just took the style of play, you know, and, and, uh, and that's a good thing. I think in the big picture, just because it's, you know, a lot of the mess, Midwest schools for a number of years have been extremely physical and have done well in the playoffs. And I think that you look at the big sky teams now, the volume that have ranked and the teams that do well in playoffs, uh, it's, it's on a very good upswing. It's so interesting the way the pendulum swung too, right? Because, you know, back in the eighties and nineties with Idaho, Boise state, and then Montana, Everybody's throwing the ball over the place. And then you, when you got there at Eastern and, you know, when Krams was that Mike Kramer was there at Eastern Washington and, and then yourself and then Coach Baldwin as well, you guys are throwing it all over the place. So it's interesting to see that the pendulum swung back to that, that other side. Is there anything you can point to as to the why? You know, I, I, I just think that um, a little, the philosophy of some of the coaches that have come into the conference, sure. you know, if you look at that, I think that's part of it. Um, you know, I, don't get me wrong, you know, our ultimate goal here is to throw this thing around, and we're going to get to that point. We are going to run the ball. We want to be as balanced as we possibly can, but, you know, we are not where we want to be in terms of throwing the football or running it, but but you will see uh, us throw the football in the near future uh, and continue to improve in that area. But I think it is philosophy these are the coaches that are in a conference and I, th- I think that has a big part to, of, of why things have changed a little bit schematically well for sure and, and I, you know as coach Baldwin and I talked about earlier this week too I mean p- part of the part of the huge key of Eastern Washington's offenses for all those years was being able to run the football right 
Absolutely. I mean, I, as much as you, people talk about how well some of these teams in the conference have passed the ball over the years, right? You know, what, what's hidden is really the run game. You know, and I always felt that at Eastern when I was the head coach. And, you know, when we had great passing teams, to, to be honest, we were actually really good running the ball. But the passing got the you know got the notoriety. Yeah, it's it's so true. And I mean, you've seen it at Montana State. They've had. Great teams that have put up a bunch of points, but they've been run heavy as well, and it is a key factor. Paul Wolf joining us, Cal Poly offensive line coach, as the Mustangs prepare to head to Missoula to take on the Montana Grizzlies Saturday night, Washington Grizzly Stadium. I'll ask a couple things for you, Coach. First of all, um, what do you think of this matchup with Montana? Uh, particularly from an offensive line standpoint, a huge challenge because the Grizzlies talented, but also very diverse and also very unorthodox in what they do up front, especially defensively. So uh, how would you diagnose what Montana does defensively, and uh, what do you think of this challenge for your front? You diagnose it well. I mean, they're, they're diverse. They're, they uh, create schematic problems with you. Um, it, it's not something you see every day, I mean, and I brought this up earlier. You know, it's like you know, on defense facing the triple option offense once a year. It could be a big headache that week, and that's what they provide here. And, and Coach Bear does a great job with these guys. You know, they run around. They give you multiple different looks nonstop. Uh, they make you really have to game plan. Um, it does definitely force you to kind of simplify some of the things you want to do. Um, and at times that can be good, too. You know, sometimes as coaches we put too much stuff in and create you know, our own issues, but, but I do know that this is, this is a challenging unit. You know, they're great in the secondary. They cover well, uh, you know, up front, they, they give you enough looks that rarely can you get everybody covered up the way you'd like to get them cut up and covered up in the run game. So um, they do a hell of a job and they're well coached and, uh, and, you know, they're veteran, they're strong, tough kids. And, and uh, we know we, we got our hands full. We've been to Missoula before, so you know that the uh, the exterior challenges are formidable as well, just with the, the noise and the atmosphere, and sure to be accentuated with a night game as well. But how do you go about uh, getting your guys mentally prepared, especially with the offensive line, uh, you know, just to, to stay steady like you're going to need on Saturday night? Well, and, that, and that's a challenge. You know, here here is we, you know, like I said, we've got a, a number of young men that are playing who are relatively inexperienced and coming from a different system, um, and then coming into that environment. Um, it's going to be a challenge. There's no doubt about it. And, uh, uh, and we know that. Um, but we got smart young men, we, you know, and they're tough. And, and uh, what we will get from our end is we will get everything out of them. And uh, these young men will play their tails off. We know we're going to face a, a unit that does the same. And so it, that's what this is kind of exciting, you know, is, is to watch these, these two young groups of men really get after each other and, and give it everything they got. And, and you'll see that for sure on, on Saturday night. Well, last thing for you then, I mean, with a rebuilding program like you guys have, uh, it seems like this could be a huge shot in the arm if you're coming to, come to Missoula and, and are competitive and knock off the Grizzlies. So what's it going to take? I mean, what do you think of this opportunity that Cal Poly has on Saturday night? I mean, it's obviously a big opportunity for us, and we know we got a heck of a challenge in front of us. And if we were able to come out with a victory, we would be ecstatic and uh, moving forward. Um, but we also know that, that you know we're heading into a, a buzzsaw here. We got a team that's uh, you know you know lost some very very close games three weeks in a row. We know we're gonna we're gonna face them, but we also know that that you know we've put a game plan. We work hard this week, and if we go in there and and make some plays and put ourselves in position to be competitive throughout the game, and and put ourselves in a position to be close at the end, that you know you never know what's gonna happen. And and right now that's our goal. Paul Wolf, offensive line coach at Cal Poly, as they make their way to Missoula. A long-time coach throughout the Big Sky Conference with stops at Eastern Washington, Sac State, and now with the Mustangs. Coach, good catching up. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch up with you down the road. But best of luck on Saturday. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
Do you want your sports news, commentary, and features from a corporate publication? Would you like to hear it from local experts who have lived in your community their entire lives? At Skyline Sports, Coulter and Brooks Nuanas bring more than two decades of experience to give you old-school journalism with a new-age presentation at SkylineSportsMT.com. The Nuanas brothers provide knowledge from a family who lives Big Sky Conference athletics every day. For $8 a month or 90 bucks a year, get access to comprehensive college grizz and bobcat coverage at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, Every day, every season. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Big Sky Breakdown rolls on, joined now by our latest Sac State subject, and uh, we keep on having Hornets on the pod because they just keep on winning. It's Asher O'Hara. He is a senior quarterback for Sacramento State, joining us now on the Big Sky Breakdown. Asher, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to get started. Uh, first and foremost, just take me through the last two weeks because you guys were in two pretty much instant classics. I mean, the game against Montana, what a comeback and uh, what an overtime finish. I mean, it was about one o'clock in the morning Montana time by the time I got done watching that game. And uh, then last week, back and forth you go. I mean, you're up 24-7, then you're down 28-24, and then all of a sudden you come back and win again. So, I mean, how are you guys able to do this? I mean, what's it like playing in games like that? How exciting is it? How stressful is it? And how are you guys able to come out on top? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, those, those These past two weeks have been very eventful, and we're super lucky and happy to be on top on both those games. Going back to Montana, we just we knew both these games with these teams, Big Sky is really, really good. And top 15 teams we had to play the past two weeks, and we knew it would come down to the wire. And we just had to keep playing our game and know that eventually things would go our way. Um, and... I, I got my name called at the end of the Montana game, and my line blocked for me really well, and I got in there in the fourth quarter in overtime, and we took that one. And then going to last week, Idaho had such a great team, great quarterback, good defense, and we knew it would be a battle, and we didn't expect for them to come back like that, and they did, but we just had to respond. We, we couldn't let them just take all the momentum and win. And so we did, ran the ball hard, scatabo. Culture. The O line had a great push, and we got down on that last drive and finished the game. Well, very exciting to watch uh, both of the games. The, the dynamic of you guys being sort of, you guys, you know, Sac State now working on a third straight Big Sky Conference championship, but that's new considering the history of Sac State. I know it's all the same to you because you've been there only during the really successful times, but what's the dynamic like of sort of taking everybody's best shot? Because you guys have certainly gotten everybody's best shot these last couple weeks. Yeah, that is very true. We, we definitely are getting everyone's best shot, and it's how we expect it to be. We haven't lost in 16 straight games, and we just treat every game like it's the next one. We're not looking ahead. We don't look past opponents, and I think that's one thing we found as a big part of our success is treating everyone like they could beat us because you never know. You've seen a million upsets in college football. We just don't want to be those guys, so... We have a huge test coming this week with Weber State, and we're preparing like it's any other team. Just got to play our game and be ready and prepared to play. 
The uh, We've had Jake Dunaway on uh, my ESPN radio show before and also on this podcast too, and he's sort of given us his perspective on the two-quarterback system you guys are running. But, I mean, it seems like you guys are so in a flow with it. It seems like it doesn't affect your tempo or your chemistry or anything like that. How have you guys been able to do it, and what's your perspective on uh, just sharing time with Jake and, and having just sort of this two-headed monster at quarterback? Yeah, it's very fun. You don't see it working out almost ever in college and it's something that me and Jake take a lot of pride in because we know how hard it is as a quarterback you know you want to be the guy but we have completely lost that mindset last year and we just have a ton of respect for each other we're great friends off the field so I think that's something that's really important about it as well and what what adds to our success but yeah like you said we, we don't lose tempo because we're just always prepared to go in and we've done it for Two, year, two seasons now, so that definitely helps having the experience and the trust of our teammates. That really helps us. Ash O'Hara joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. One guy I wanted to ask you about from your offense, uh, other than Jake, was uh, Cameron Scadaboo. I mean, man, this guy is like one of the most fun players I've ever seen to watch. He's a, such a freak athlete, but he's also got like these incredible hands. And then he's kind of maybe a touch crazy, too. <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome to watch him run and, and do what he does in your offense. But, I mean, what do you think of him, and, and uh, how fun is it for you to play with a guy like that? It is insanely fun to play with him. He's just as fun to play with as you, you guys are fun to watch him. You know, he makes tons of plays, and even when he doesn't have the ball, he's blocking his heart out, doing everything he can to help me and help Jake and everybody else. He's such a, it's an honor to play with a guy like that, and he's one of my best friends as well, so I'm just lucky to play with the guy. I I don't take that for granted, and it's fun watching what he does every week with the ball in his hands. And last question just about the the balance of your team before we talk a little bit about this Weber State matchup. I mean, Troy Taylor is so creative, and it's just so fun to watch all the different stuff he's come up with. First got to know him when he was at Eastern Washington a handful of years ago, and it just seems like he just keeps getting more and more diverse. Uh, What's it been like playing for a coach like him, especially as a quarterback? He's probably taught you so much. Yeah, he has taught me so much. it's awesome. Every quarterback meeting we have, we meet with him and Coach Fresca, so we're getting double the information at all times. And he's a guy who just eats and breathes football. He doesn't talk about anything else. That's what he loves to do, and you could see it. It oozes out of him, and it it definitely affects our team as well. We we get that effect. It's just a competitive thing. He's a very competitive coach, and I've never been around someone like him. So I'm very lucky to play for him i don't take that for granted either and i every week we just try and give it our all and trust his scheme because he works effortless effortlessly at figuring out plays and stuff for everybody well let's talk about this matchup this weekend then weber state one of the best defenses in the country and uh, they've been riding the roller coaster too two crazy games for them back-to-back weeks as well and that's kind of just the state of the big sky right now but what were your initial thoughts on weber state what do you think of this matchup I think they're a phenomenal team. We have tons of respect for them. I personally have not played them. I didn't get a chance to play them. We didn't play them last season, but I'm excited. Um, This is what you you hope for when you play football is these big top five matchups. We wouldn't want to be anywhere else, and it's a great stage to prove it. Um, It's going to be a big test for us, big test for them too. It's going to be a very fun game, and like you said, the big sky is in such good standings right now it's anyone's game so we're just excited to go out there and play football get ready for saturday 
We got to love it, Ash Rohara joining us here on the Big Sky Breakdown. I know you got meetings to get to, man, so I will let you go. But thanks so much for the time, and best of luck Saturday. Best of luck for the rest of the year. We'll catch up with you down the road, but thanks for being here. All right. Thanks for having me on. appreciate it. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. It's time now to go across the sidelines where we feature uh, interviews with a variety of uh, opposing coaches and players that are taking on either Montana or Montana State. And the Bobcats are headed to Flagstaff to take on uh, Northern Arizona for the first time down there in Flag in quite some time. The Across the Sidelines presented each week by... Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision, making sure you can see across the sideline all season long, whether you need an eye exam or you want to explore LASIK surgery or you want to get your cataracts checked out. No matter what sort of vision you might need, Vance Thompson Vision can take care of you. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Chris Ball, the head coach of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks and a guy I've always enjoyed talking ball with, but we haven't gotten very many crossovers with the Montana school since he's been the head coach at NAU. So, Coach, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. First of all, uh, just take us through uh, your team so far this year. I know that uh, you had a big win in the non-conference when you went to Sam Houston and won, had a heartbreaker against North Dakota, and uh, then as it's been for many teams throughout the Big Sky this year, very challenging league slate. So uh, just give people an update. What's sort of been the arc of the season for Northern Arizona, and what have you liked? What do you want to see improve as you guys sit here at 3-5 and five entering this weekend? Yeah, you know, we we, we 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 expected to be better than where we're at right now, obviously. Um, you know, we're still a fairly young football team. We've got eight, only eight seniors on the whole team. Um, so, you know, but we, we really thought we'd be further along than we were. We had some key injuries. We lost a, our best defensive guy against Arizona State and then uh, lost um, uh, Kevin Daniels, you know, probably one of the better backs in the league uh, uh, against um, – North Dakota. So, you know, we lost a couple of key guys and um, got banged up in them for those first three non-conference games and really just haven't really had the same starting lineup since we played uh, Sam Houston. So um, I'd like to see, you know, the guys uh, and, and in some spots we have uh, the guys that, you know, next man up mentality uh, step up and play more consistently. So um, we, we, we've got, we got that last week. Uh, when he continues to do that this week, obviously. But, um, you know, obviously we're not where we want to be. Uh, but uh, like where our kids are at, like our culture, we've had a great two weeks of practice, got some time off, a little time off last week. 
So, um, you know, expecting to to come out here against the number two ranked team uh, in the country and play with great energy and effort and see what happens. What have been uh, some of the challenges, uh, but also some of the uh, the sweet spots you found just in terms of of building the Northern Arizona program? Because I know it's definitely a, a challenge taking over for a guy in Jerome Sowers that have been there for more than two decades. But Flagstaff, my family's from uh, Northern Arizona, love that part of the world, and uh, Flag's a great town, and NAU seems to be a booming campus. So uh, what are some of the, the challenges you, you face, but also some of the advantages you found uh, when it comes to building this NAU program? Well, a lot of advantages. You know, we've, we've, we've felt like we've recruited really well. Um, you know, we, we, we totally revamped the program. We started from uh, ground up, and uh, when I came in and made a lot of changes and uh, with um, didn't necessarily get to bring my own people support staff-wise. Uh, finally got that done uh, last year. The weight room trainer, um, you know, that's really, really made a big, big difference. Um, we got, you know, just moved into our new facility in Jan- last January. be a year this January that we've been in there. Um, we got a $50 million facility that's, that's state-of-the-art. That's been helping with recruiting. Um, I think the probably the most frustrating, we've had to play a lot of young guys. Um, and, I, you know, as physical as the conference is and as good as the conference is, you know, it, it's tough to stay healthy when you're playing a lot of young guys. And I think that's probably been the most frustrating thing. Uh, I thought we'd be further along uh, than we are right now. I, I think we're heading in the right direction. It's just not happening as fast as I wanted to. So uh, we just got to keep chopping, to stay with the plan. We got a great plan moving forward, you know, to continue to recruit at a high level and uh, continue to develop players. And uh, it, it's tough, you know. You come in here and in, in, in this conference, and uh, when you you, you you revamp a program and then play the schedule you got to play, it's not easy, you know. And so it takes some time. So. I like where we're headed. You know, I, I, I wish we were a couple years ahead, but that's not the case. So we just got to stick with the plan and keep going. Chris Baljoner, that's the head coach at Northern Arizona. His team hosts Montana State on Saturday in Flagstaff. Uh, coach, what you said about the, the depth of the league, too, I find this very fascinating, too. Bo Baldwin, who's now in his second year there at Cal Poly, he joined us earlier this week, and uh, he and I were talking about that exact dynamic, about how, it seems as if pretty much every school in the big sky now uh, understands uh, the benefit that football can have for the campus community, and they're investing it in. You mentioned your new facility there. I know Cal Poly's building a new facility. UC Davis has some new digs. Montana's a couple years into having you know a beautiful new facility there. The Bobcats opened their Bobcat Athletic Complex a couple years ago as well. So the arms race in the big sky is very, very real and uh, it, it makes the, the league so competitive. I mean, how do you see it reflected, though? I mean, obviously it's an advantage for you guys to have a new facility, but it seems like everybody is building these new advantages, so you almost have to, you have, to have it to be able to keep pace. Yeah, you know, and, and it's an arms race in, in, our, in our league as far as facilities are concerned. And, um, you know, you, you've got to, when, you, when you're recruiting, you know, especially in our league, it, you've got to be a really, really good player to play here. And, um, you know, it's, 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 you've got to spend, we, we spend a lot of time on recruiting and evaluating. Uh, it, it's an everyday process now, uh, as far as, uh, you know, besides our relationship with our players, recruiting is the next thing we do, do, uh, we've got to do the best, be the best at. So, um, we spend a lot of time with it. And I think you got to be picky. 
you got to be picky on the guys you bring in here, you know, because you've got to be a really, really good football player to line up and start in this league. And, um, you know, the facilities are helping. And, uh, you know, the main people we recruit against here in Arizona are are UNLV, UTEP, New Mexico, New Mexico State. You know, we're we're competing against uh, G5 schools for guys. And uh, with that new facility, that helps us. Um, We don't have a lot of competition uh, from guys within the big sky. Uh, They come down here, but, you know, they may get one or two guys. But we've got 64 guys on our team from the state of Arizona, um, which, which is great. But uh, we've got to continue to spread the net and continue to find uh, some better players than, than um, to keep up with everybody. Uh, it's it's um, something like I said you got to do every day. And I, I think uh, in the last five years, the level of player that is playing this league is blown up, blown up. And you just look back, you look back, you know, the last four or five years, and look at the teams, the FBS teams, the big guys beaten. Sure. And uh, there's not a conference that can can say that, you know, and uh, and it's everybody, you know, it's everybody, every, you know, from top to bottom. You better show up every week when you play a Big Sky team because anybody can beat anybody. It is fascinating. I mean, we've seen teams from the Big Sky go drub FPS teams and then, uh, you know, finish in the middle of the league at the Big Sky Conference. That's how competitive uh, the conference has been. Chris Paul joined us. He's the head coach at Northern Arizona. His squad hosting Montana State. On Saturday, it is our Across the Sidelines, presented by Vance Thompson Vision. And uh, one thing you've always consistently talked with me about, Coach, is just uh, th- how important recruiting is to your program. But it seems like one spot where you've done a great job is is the quarterback that you've brought in. And we talked to R.J. Martinez for our Big Sky Breakdown podcast uh, from Skyline Sports earlier this week. We'll drop that tomorrow. Uh, but what a what a well spoken and, and thoughtful young man and uh, seems like he's got his head on straight and also seems like he, he understands the vision you have there at uh, Northern Arizona and also by the way he's a hell of a player he's a freshman of the year in the league last year and he's having a good sophomore year uh, as well so uh, how much does that help you when you at least have some stability at that position with a young guy who you know is, is sort of your present and your future huge you know it's huge you know we had Case Cook is my first year here who obviously was a great player and you know that was his last year and um it's nice to have somebody in place that you can build it around. So when you're looking for players, say, "Hey, we got a quarterback that's getting it done," um, you know, he's a very mature kid for his age, as you found out in the interview, and very talented. I mean, he had a great week. I mean, he had a phenomenal week, and and, and just as you think, wow, you know, he's, he's pretty good. And also, you you start watching, you make some of the throws that he makes. You're like, wow, he is really, really good. And a great, great person, extremely hard worker, football IQs off the chart. I mean, it's unbelievable how much football this kid knows. And um, it's just done a great, great job with, uh, for us. And we feel that anytime, you know, as long as we keep him healthy, we always got a chance because he's very, very capable of beating anybody. So very pleased with where he's at. Great leader, uh, works extremely hard. Uh, and just a, a better, better person than, than, than all that. Once you start... When you sit down and talk with this kid, you, you'll find out, I was like, man, this kid is, is a guy you want on your football team, and we're very, very lucky to have him. Well, looking at the numbers and watching you guys a little bit, it looks like you're spreading the ball around quite a bit. I know you've been missing the key cog of the run game in Kevin Daniels, and that's probably a factor in, in sort of throwing the ball uh, to a variety of different playmakers. But uh, what have you thought of your offensive performance so far this year, and, and how much has that uh, maybe hindered it, just not having the the big running back that was such a, a great player as a freshman a year ago as well. 
Yeah, you know, we went from uh, you know, we were 172 yards rushing a game last year. To now we're at like 97, I believe, going into this game. And, um, you know, really you just look at, uh, you know, one of the main reasons is because Kevin's not back there. He's a very, very talented player. And we've got a lot out of Drayson Hall. You know, Drayson's done a great job, but he's been hurt too. Um, this week off was good for him. And uh, But with with, with with Kevin, you know he he's big back with good speed, good you know knows how to run, knows how to run the football, and um, and is very very good at it. And uh, we go into every game, we got to be able to run the football, you know. And, and, and if you can't if you can't run it, then you're going you're going to have issues, especially in our league. So um, it's it's a big emphasis for our for us. Uh, sure, we can throw it. Uh, we feel good about throwing it, but there's times during the game that that ball needs to be ran, and uh, you got to be able to do it. And uh, it, it's really hurt us with not having Kevin. Chris Ball here on uh, Across the Sidelines. Now ESPN Radio. Coach, let's talk about this matchup coming up then. Montana State has been uh, as steady as ever. It hasn't been steady within the scope of the game. They found ways to pull a rabbit out of their hat a couple times during this conference season. But a win's a win, and, and now they sit at 5-0 and in Big Sky play. Uh, coming off of an off week as well. So uh, what have you thought so far in your initial study of the Bobcats, and what have you thought of Brett Vegan's ability to sort of guide the ship here these first two years at Montana State? Well, Brett's done a great, great, great job um, just to step in there and, uh, you know, take over for Jeff. And I, I just got a lot of respect for him, not just as a coach, but as a person. Uh, really, really great guy. We hang out quite a bit when we get together as head coaches and, um, just a great, great person, great family guy. Um, you know, he's done a great, great job of getting his culture in place quickly. Um, you know, you look at, at Montana State as a team, there's no weaknesses. You know, I really can't really pinpoint a weakness on their football team. And uh, they play hard, which is a reflection of the head coach. And, um, you know, their schemes are, are tough to defend. You know, the two quarterbacks that, that are – that can run. There really is two running backs back there that that run the ball. It's very difficult to defend, and uh, both of them are great, great players. They're great up front on both sides of the ball. Their front seven is the best front seven we played this year. Um, uh, not even close. You know, they play hard. They're tough, uh, and their secondary can can play with anybody. So, uh, not many weaknesses. You know, um, we've got our hands full. Uh, they're 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 more than deserving the, the, the ranking that they have, uh, and and their coaching staff has done a heck of a job. You know, there's a, there's a lot to it. You know, you talked about winning some of those close games. Well, you know, that's coaching. You know, that's coaching, and uh, that that that's your culture. Learning how to finish and, and knowing how to win games, and and that's a reflection of the head coach. Last thing for you then, Coach, uh, obviously the quarterback run game is such a huge part of what Montana State does, and uh, the way that they run the ball has been such a key factor in, in their success. Uh, but for you guys, what are you looking at? What are you leaning on? What do you think are the keys to victory for you guys with uh, the Bobcats coming to town on Saturday? Well, we got to be able to move the ball offensively. You know, we got to be able to own the ball. Uh, uh, we got to create some takeaways. Uh, we got to be great on third down defensively. And uh, with this run game stuff, we got to get 11 hats. You know, we got to get 11 hats to the ball. You know, we got to put great effort and great energy. But it comes back to our, you know, our, our, our five things. You know, we got to own the ball, size the ball. We got to stop the run and be able to run the ball. We got to be great in the red zone. We got to be great on third down. And then we got to win the middle eight. You know, we got to win the middle eight. So um, nothing much has changed, you know, week in and week out. 
Um, we know specifically what we got to do against them to stop the run. And then uh, for us offensively, you know, we've got to move the ball. We've got to move the ball and uh, finish drives. He's Chris Paul. He's head coach in Northern Arizona. They host Montana State on Saturday. Coach, love catching up, man. Thanks so much for taking some time for us, and best of luck on Saturday. We'll catch you down the road, but thanks for being here. Thank you for having me on. Time now for our Montana State Minute, where we feature interviews from Montana State Athletics. This time of year, Montana State football. We're joined now by senior captain inside linebacker Callahan O'Reilly. Callahan, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just got done with the good practice good tuesday practice so i i find that part interesting because i think that most uh people just think that college football practices are in the afternoon but you guys have been going in the morning for quite some time what do you think about going in the morning especially as it starts to get colder like this uh yeah we've been going in the morning since i've been here uh we do spring ball in the afternoon actually but i really like the morning you know get up gets you going for the day gets 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 you up early get it out of the way and i mean I like it better. You don't wait around all day. You can just get it done. Get the hard stuff out of the way first, right? Uh, yeah. When it comes to your uh, out-of-state teammates, I think that's probably one of the biggest adjustments, right, is, is the guys from California and Florida and stuff getting used to, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning in November. So what's it like watching them when they're trying to get used to it? Yeah, it's cold. It's cold and dark, you know, but they get bundled up. And we've been pretty fortunate this year so far. I mean, I'm standing out here right now. It's probably 40, 50 degrees on November 1st, so, you know, you can't complain about that. Montana State at Northern Arizona this week. Bobcats coming off of a bye. Uh, so, first question for you, Callahan. What uh, what have you thought of the play so far? I mean, you guys are 5-0 and in Big Sky Conference play, and uh, it's been fascinating to watch you guys evolve, just figuring out ways to win every single week out. So, what has it taken? How have you guys gotten to this point in the season? Yeah, you know, I think I think we set ourselves up well, and I think it's just getting better every week. You know, I think I think we've done that so far, especially on the defense side of the ball. I think the offense has been killing it, you know, since since week one. You know, but I think as a defense, we've really improved every week, and we really just want to keep improving going into this last three game stretch and into the playoffs. What is that improvement taking? Because I, I know that early on, it seemed like you guys were finding your way playing well at times and then giving up big plays at times, but it seems like you've shored a lot of things up. How have you guys been able to do that? Uh, I think it's just focus and practice, you know, being more detailed in practice, not letting those big plays happen in practice and they're going to happen in the game. So it's everyone being detailed and dialed and really taking practice seriously. And, you know, uh, just besides that, I mean, it's a little bit of a new scheme, but not much. So, you know, the more comfortable we get with it, you know, I think we're going to keep getting better. What were you guys able to get done uh, on the bye week? How the bye week go? Uh, the bye week was really good. You know, we still bye week's not like the NFL. You know, I was talking to my buddy Lance, and he's back here all week. You know, we're still getting plenty of work in. We're still working every day. We got Friday off, but we still had practice Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we were still able to get quite a bit done. Callahan O'Reilly joining us here on the Montana State Minute. It's presented by J and B Restaurant Supply. J and B Restaurant, your home for everything kitchen. Go visit online jvrestaurant.com. Uh, Cal, you mentioned Lance McCutcheon being back. That's very cool. I saw a bunch of those guys back, Lewis Kidd and uh, Chase Benson, Derek Marks, a bunch of guys that are a couple years older than you. So um, Ty Okada talked about that after the last win. He talked about just kind of how uh, the, those guys helped kind of pave the way for you guys, and you guys are trying to uphold that standard. So how does it influence you when, when older Bobcats, guys that you played with, guys that you came up with, come back? Yeah, it's really cool. It's obviously just good to see them. But on top of that, you know, I think – I think it just shows the culture that we've built around here. You know, guys love it here. They want to come back when they're done. And, I mean, 
people the people just like it here you know everyone that we've had transfer here since i've been here has been you know so grateful for their experience and grateful they came here so i think it just speaks to kind of the culture we've had and kind of the experience that montana state's provided for a lot of those guys an interesting dynamic this week too i know that the big sky schedule and, and commentary and debate about it has been uh, talked about for years and years and no need to get into the uh, the pluses and minuses of all of that but it is just so weird you guys go to flagstaff go to northern arizona for the first time since you were a red shirt so when you try to mentally prepare yourself to go somewhere that you've never been before what's that process like I mean, obviously, it's going to be a new experience, but anywhere you go, you know, you're playing on a 100-yard football field. So, I mean, it's nothing too crazy. It's cool to see another place, you know. It's the only place in the big sky I haven't been besides Idaho, I think. So, it'll be cool to, to get a new experience, see a new stadium. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you're just playing football. So, Back in 2017, things were a lot different for you. You were playing quarterback on the scout team. So, I mean, how much has changed for you? What's it been like to go through this entire transition and, and now here you are in your third year as a starting inside linebacker? Oh, uh, yeah, it's been pretty awesome. You know, it's crazy to think. Crazy thing, that's where I was in 2017. But, you know, I'm just thankful for, for the opportunities that I got, you know, and i thankful they did move me to, to linebacker because I think it's turned out pretty well. But, you know, I can't really ask for more than what I've got from my time here at MSU so far. What do you remember just about the, the state of the program and the team back in 2017? That's Choate's second year and, 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 you know, your first year playing college football. So what's the same? What's different from, from five years ago? You know, five years ago, I think that you could really see something something being special built, you know, but we weren't weren't quite pulling off those big wins, you know. We weren't. We weren't beating the Eastern Washingtons, the Weber States, and you know now now we're winning those games, and we're just uh, trying to stay at this this high level that we've achieved, you know, through what we started building back in 2017. I think. Kellen O'Reilly joining us here on the Montana State Minute. He is a senior inside linebacker for the Montana State Bobcats. They play at Northern Arizona uh, on Saturday. Cal, uh, what? What's the scout like on Northern Arizona? I know they got a, a really good young quarterback in R.J. Martinez, who was the freshman of the year last year. They've been missing their stud running back for most of the year. So um, what are you guys preparing for? What have you seen on film so far at NAU? Uh, yeah, uh, they run a offense a lot like most of the offenses of the base guy, a lot of 11 personnel, you know. They like to throw it a little more. I think they're a little over almost 60% passing, you know. That's probably because of their, their good quarterback and probably also part of the partly because – you know, they haven't had their running back for a while, you know, but we're we're preparing for him too. You know, you don't know who's going to come back out after a bye week, so we definitely could see him. So if he comes back, you know, they'll probably try to run a little more, but they're definitely more of a throwing team. 11 personnel want to spread you out a little bit. When it comes to just the logistics of this trip, I mean, that's always could be something you fall back on and think too hard about, but how, how do you not do that? I mean, how, how do you just sort of let it let it go as it is and, and uh, just play like, like you're saying, every like you do every other game, same size field, all that? Yeah, I think kind of what I mentioned earlier, you know, just getting better every week, you know, as a defense, you know, we we want to just get better. I mean, these are the games where you need to just continue to play your best and you just have to take every game seriously, you know. I mean, we were in a pretty similar position at this time last year and we ended up, you know, dropping one game and it doesn't matter who you drop that game to. If we want to achieve the goals that we have set out for us as a team, you know, you have to win every game in this conference. So so that's our mindset is just take every game one at a time and go out there and stack up the wins. Very good. A couple more things for you. I just wanted to ask about Tyrell Thomas. We're doing a little senior profile on him this week. And 
Uh, he's such an interesting guy because he was one of the guys from your class that played right away, and then he's kind of been in reverse where he's been battling these injuries these last couple of years. But, you know, he stuck it out, and uh, here he is now as a fifth-year senior. So what have you thought of just what he's brought to the locker room? Yeah, you know, I, I love Tyrell. And uh, it's just cool to see see a guy who did start early, you know, and he has dealt with some setbacks, you know, but he still stuck it out. He's still here for his sixth year, I think. I want to say there's six or seven of us and from a class of 30. I mean, that just speaks to speaks to him sticking it out and, you know, just enjoying his experience here and getting the most out of it. When it comes to that group of guys that is six or seven guys that have been there uh, for the duration, for the long haul, how have you guys done it? How have you guys made it to the end? And what have been the motivating factors to get to the end? Um, I think, you know, I think we had a, had a great class coming in, which is a big part of it, you know. Obviously, there were guys in that class who graduated last year, like, Troy and Lance and some others that, you know, just moved on. Um, but there was quite a few guys who stuck it out, and I think part of it is just we had a great class where everyone, you know, was friends with each other, and that makes it easier, you know, when you have so many good friends on the team to want to stick it out. Callahan O'Reilly, Montana State senior inside linebacker, MSU at Northern Arizona on Saturday. First time in Flagstaff since 2017. Cal, thanks for joining us, man. We'll catch up with you soon. Of course. Thanks, Coulter. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuwana is here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. Also have to thank all of our Fit During Football sponsors as well. I've been trying to really keep the fitness honed in, keep the mind fresh. I made a lot of health changes in my life, gave up the, the drinking, gave up the boozing, and uh, been trying to eat as healthy as possible. And so been staying on track with the help from the guys over at uh, Nutrition on Reserve here in Missoula as I sit here in the Garden City. The uh, high protein intake. It helps you a lot. It helps curb the appetite. It also helps with muscle recovery. It helps you feel fresh. My mind feels great. And uh, it helps you work out a lot harder as well. So that's been a welcome addition for me and also been hitting hard at both the Hype House, uh, which is a cycling and strength studio. Awesome place. Very welcoming environment. Totally outside my comfort zone, but they have awesome spin classes, but also awesome strength classes too. So you can get your lifting in over there as well and uh, get some high resistance type training. That's uh, really good for building that lean muscle mass. And also got to say thanks to Hot House Yoga. They've been great as well, uh, helping me relax, wind down, you know, it, it, but it does, it kind of juices you up a little bit too, you know, because you, you get to sit there and be with your thoughts and stretch it out. And it's very challenging physically too. A lot of body weight strength being built as well. But you kind of just get to be, you just get to be and you get to let, let go of things and, and really explore your own mind. And uh, it helps you return to center. And then if you're doing it early in the day or in the middle of the day, boom, you hit it and charge hard. 
towards the rest of the day. So, yeah, thanks all those great sponsors for uh, helping me out. If you want to learn more, visit all their websites, Nutrition on Reserve, Hype House, and the Hot House Yoga Studio. Check out all those fine sponsors if you're trying to get fit. I promise you, you won't regret the decision. It's time for our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. There's new fall styles in for the North Face uh, in stock at Bob Ward's. Check it out while supplies last. You can also, uh, these next two Saturdays, visit the North End Zone Stadium store for Bob Ward's on game day. Uh, it's there uh, on the north side of the Washington Grizzly Stadium. So go check out Bob Ward's in-stadium store. Bob Ward's has Missoula's best selection of all sorts of gear. You can always shop online as well at BobWards.com. Trajan Cotton joins us now here on Nuanas Now. Trajan, I haven't talked to you in a while, man. How's how's it going? How you been? Man, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. How was practice today? Is it, I, I'm inside and I got the blinds closed. Is it snowing out there yet? Oh, man, it was earlier. It was it was an icy one for sure. Uh, I was bundled up all practice. <laughs> we got through it, though. When it changes like that, uh, it, always an interesting deal. Do you have any strategies? I mean, what are you doing to keep warm when the weather flips, especially because it can uh, flip so quick in Montana? So, well, I got the hand warmer on. I gotta, you got to do the latex gloves under your real gloves. All of it. Leggings, two sets of leggings, two sets of... Uh, long sleeves, all of that. I mean, it gets cold, but we still got to go. <laughs> well, you're a California guy, so did, was this an acclimation process? Did this take a little while to get used oh, to? Oh, oh, yeah. When I first got here, I thought it was crazy. I, I never, because we had Lake Tahoe kind of close to Sacramento, but sure. living in the snow is, is, is different. <laughs> it's different. You got to drive in it and all that. So I really, it, it was a real rough adjusting period at first, but I'm good now. Well, that's good. Trajan Cotton joining us. He is a uh, junior. Uh, defensive back for the University of Montana. It's our Grizz star of the week. Uh, the Grizz play at home under the Washington Grizzly Stadium lights uh, this upcoming weekend against Cal Poly. Uh, Trajan, take us through the last couple weeks. I mean, how have you guys been able to endure this? Because I know this is not what you guys expected, uh, but just talking to, to Robbie Houck and Malik Flowers on Monday, seems like uh, you guys still have the perspective that a lot is still out in front of you. So uh, what's these last couple weeks been like for you, and, and what are the keys for you guys to get this thing back on track? Uh, yes, sir. I mean, it's, it's been a rough couple of weeks. Of course, we didn't uh, get the victories that we wanted. We want to win every game, man. So, you know, losing three in a row, it kind of hurts. But it just feels us. It feels us. We, we know what we have in this locker room. We know everybody is capable of – we haven't played our best game yet. And we won five games, and now we lost three. So we just have to play better. Everybody individually has to find something to get better at each day, each practice. So we're, we're kind of just pushing ourselves. Because we, 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 we know what our coaches expect from us, so now we just got to go out there and, and, and do it. Such an interesting uh, perspective, too, because you know, Coach Houck talks about that a lot. He talks about the, the, the standard that's expected within the program, right? Are you playing up to your standard? Mm-hmm. And he, he, he always says, if we're playing up to what we know our standard is, we're going to win every game. We're going to be able to beat everybody. So, I mean, what do you think have been the missing factors for you guys? I know defensively you guys have played really well, especially for long stretches. So, um, what, what's the thing that's been missing these last couple of weeks? Uh, I think just explosives, everybody. We, we, we could play a great game, but, you know, when you look back at it, it's two, three real big plays that happened against yeah. us, a long run, a long pass, or something like that. So, we just really have to limit explosives, stop the run, stop long passes, man. We just really just need to tighten it up. We just need to tighten it up, focus on the little things, make sure uh, we're in the right gap. we got to make sure 
we cover to the end of the play, uh, good eyes. We just got to really just, like I said, just focus on the little things. I think it's the little things that's, that's three-point losses, seven-point losses, you know what I mean? So it's, it's all one play. Somebody has to make that play. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Trajan Cotton, a junior defensive back for the University of Montana, joins us for our Grizz Star of the Week. It's presented by Bob Ward's Sports and Outdoors. Uh, Trajan, how about you? You've been here uh, in Missoula for a couple years. Uh, I know we haven't caught up with you in a little while. So um, what's been going on? I mean, how, how have you liked acclimating? What have you thought of your, your experience so far uh, as a Grizz, but also just living in Missoula? Uh, I mean, it's been great. I've been here since spring 2020. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at home now. Uh, it's been good. School has been good as well. I graduated last spring with my undergrad in public health. I'm a grad next spring in uh, my master's in public administration. And then I still have that fall season left. So I'll probably just work on a certificate. So school has been going really well for me. And um, football has been going well, too. I mean, Missoula's home. You know, I love Missoula. I love the scenery. I love how slow it is compared to a city like Sacramento, California. Um, it has everything you need. We can focus on football. Good enough food to, to survive, you know. So uh, it's been a good experience so far. No doubt. Trajan's a, uh, a academic all-big sky guy, and I think that's one of the – the interesting parts of this last couple of years, right, is is guys have gotten some extended eligibility. Yourself, you got a little bit of extended eligibility because of the injuries from your past as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives you this opportunity to be in school for a long time. But if you if you maximize it, you're talking about walking out the door with master's degrees, you know, a couple different uh, <laughs> things. I mean, Marcus Wellnell's getting two masters, right? I mean, you guys are going to be yeah. highly educated as a team. But, I mean, why is that important to you? That seems like a great opportunity if you are able to take advantage of it. I think you just said it, opportunities. I mean, it's just going to open so many doors for us. Just getting a degree from the University of Montana, even a graduate degree from the University of Montana, it's, it's a blessing for sure, and it just opens the door for multiple opportunities for us. When you talk about uh, public health, public administration, do you have any idea what you might want to put that towards uh, you know, in the future? Uh, I, I really don't um, because it's just so many different fields. Public health is such a general kind of topic. I could go into government. I could go into nonprofits, um, kind of at the management level and just kind of supervising things like that. Um, it's just such a vague degree. It is so many, it's so many jobs out there for public health right now. Trajan Cotton joining us here on our Grizz Star of the Week presented by Bob Ward Sports and Outdoors. I sorry about this game on Saturday, then Cal Poly coming to town. Uh, so Mustangs, uh, coached by Bull Baldwin, he's been around the league for a long time. He's always had a great reputation for throwing the ball all over the place. Looks like they got a pretty solid quarterback, and they definitely have at least one go-to receiver that's put up huge numbers. Uh, what, what has it been like so far preparing for the Mustangs? What do you think of uh, the challenge on Saturday? Yeah, I think they're a great team. I think they're, they're I mean, they're, they're in a building phase, of course, but they're, they still compete. They compete hard. They play hard, especially on special teams and on offense. Their scheme is wild. They, they throw the ball a lot, so uh, we're activated. You know, the DBs are activated this week. It's going to be a great week for us, I think. Um, and I, I just think they're they're a great team, and it is going to be uh, another challenge, and I'm ready for it. How have you thought of just the way your role has sort of emerged there in the defensive backfield? Because I know that there's a lot of moving parts there, but it seems like you've really settled in. So how have things uh, improved for you? I mean, what's what's going right for you? What do you think of your role in the scheme? Um, I think I'm, I'm just kind of a guy that kind of, Bring, brings everything together, you know what I mean? Uh, 
kind of being at that kind of nickel spot, that safety slash corner slash you kind of got to be backer sometimes in, in certain defenses. You know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm talking to everybody. You know, I'm talking to Marcus on when, when I'm when I got to be that backer, uh, when I'm covering well and all that. I'm talking to the corners, communicating with them, seeing what technique they're using so I could implement them in, in the slot or in the slot guys. And, you know, safety, me and Rob, that's, that's my dog right there. So, I mean, I, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm uh, I'm bringing everything together. And, and I think it's just a blessing. I, I appreciate Coach Howe, Coach Bear, Coach Cooper for the opportunity, you know, um, to to kind of come on as kind of one of the leaders on the defense. And uh, I think it's definitely a blessing. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Trajan Cotton joining us here uh, on our Grizz Star of the Week. Uh, how about your quarterback? I know Lucas Johnson's been out the last couple of games, but it seemed like he's been a real shot in the arm for you guys. So um, as a defense, uh, how much faith do you have in him? What's it been like watching him emerge? Yeah, we got 100% faith in Lucas. And Lucas and Chris, uh, this team, we're, we're going to go as far as our, our, our quarterback go and as our defense goes. Uh, we have full confidence in everybody on our team. Everybody just needs to do their job. They're one eleventh. That's what we talk about. Everybody just do their one eleventh, and we know we'll be successful on Saturdays. But yeah, Lucas is my guy. Chris Brown, that's my guy. Also, you know, uh, we have full confidence in either one of those guys. Well, last thing for you then, with with Cal Poly here uh, on the horizon, uh, what are the keys for you guys on Saturday night? What's it going to take for Montana to get back on the winning side of this thing? Uh, stop the run. No explosives. Good eyes. And we just gotta, we just gotta take it to them. We just gotta be the Montana Grizzlies. Uh, we know we're the Montana Grizzlies, and they're not. So we just gotta stand on that. Trajan Cotton, you're welcome back anytime, man. Thanks for being here, and uh, best of luck on Saturday. Thank you very much. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. All right, it's time to take our first look at the Bobcat game on Saturday. Our first look's brought to you on this Blue Gold Thursday by First Security Bank. Colter Nuanas joins us from Skyline Sports. And uh, how's your week going? I haven't talked to you in a few weeks. I was sick last week when you were here. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, week's good. Uh, crazy, it's already November, but uh, fun time of year. It's been great and fun following the uh, high school football playoffs. A lot of fun stuff going on uh, around the state there in Bozeman. You got uh, both Bozeman-Gallatin and Bozeman High in the final eight, so uh, fun time of year. Yeah, it definitely. And uh, with the Bobcats uh, coming up on Saturday, they're on the road. Uh, they're, at, they're in northern Arizona, right? That's exactly right, and it's such a weird deal because the Big Sky Conference – uh, the the unbalanced schedule and the way that it all worked until this last year when they finally made a change, it makes it so that like right now there's eight sixth year seniors on the Cats and even those guys have never played in Flagstaff. So it, it's amazing that it's like almost like a, a a foreign game. It's like a non conference game even though NAU's been in the league all along. That's crazy. I feel like too. Why? Why did it work out to where we play some teams all the time and some teams like hardly ever? That is such a great question. That has been the uh, the bane of existence of all the coaches and administrators around the league. But last year, the league changed it so that 
Now there's a new bylaw where at the very least, if you play at your school for four years, you'll play every team in the league at your place and at their place. And so this stereo will go away. But, I mean, it's crazy. Like Callahan O'Reilly, for example, starting inside linebacker for the Cats, this is his first time at NAU. He will never have played at Idaho when he graduates. Never. Not one time will he have played in Moscow. So uh, it's gotten a little bit more solved, but uh, as of right now, we're still rolling with the old way of doing it. So it is, it's just totally nonsensical. So question on the rankings. Are we number two or are we number three? Because I, I keep seeing different things in different places. Well, it just depends on which poll you look at. The traditional way of uh, sports writers and people in the, the, uh, the media – is to use the media poll because there's just a lot more voters in the media poll. I think right now, uh, I think there's a total of um, 64 voters from across the country uh, in the Stats FCS media poll. And uh, in the coaches poll, it's just two coaches from each league. So you have 26 total coaches. So it's just a way more uh, broad spectrum of opinions in the media poll. And also, like... Coaches know more about football, but they know less about the stuff that's going on outside their own league. So I think that the media sort of gravitates toward the uh, the media poll. The stats perform FCS top 25. And uh, so Montana State's number three in that one. South Dakota State's one. Sac State two. Montana State three. And then MSU's number two uh, in the coaches poll. So uh, either way, I mean, still top three team no matter which way you slice it. Yeah, we got uh, two games left on the road, and then we're back for uh, Cat Grizz. I know the coaches will never say this, but we should win the next two games, right? Well, that's right. Uh, Montana State certainly should. Um, NAU will be a, a decent test because NAU is one of the most underachieving teams in the league. They're three and five overall. They're two and three in conference play. Uh, their two wins are over Cal Poly and Idaho State, who are probably the two worst teams in the league. But Flagstaff's a tough place to play. It's a weird place to play. It's a tough trip. I mean, Flag's seventy five hundred feet above sea level. It's the highest college campus in America. And the walk-up Sky Dome is just a weird venue. I mean, it's it's very cavernous, and the lighting's odd, and, you know, Flagstaff has some weird mystique to it, too. I mean, there's just certain places in the world where it's just kind of weird there, and Flagstaff's just kind of weird. So it'll be an interesting uh, challenge for Montana State. Northern Arizona also has – I mean, Chris Ball, I think, is a good coach. I don't know why he hasn't been able to get it rolling there at NAU like people expected. I mean, Chris Ball was a finalist at Montana State with Jeff Choate once upon a time. Uh, you know, by five, six, seven years ago. And uh, they have a great quarterback in R.J. Martinez, who was the freshman of the year in the league last year. So NAU's got some stuff there for sure. Um, And then when they go to Cal Poly in two weeks, also sort of foreign territory for this staff and this group of players. But uh, Cal Poly is really, really rebuilding. I mean, they're the only team left in the league without a conference win. So I think that, you know, on paper, Montana State, things line up for them well, but they got to get it done. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, hey, injuries. Where are we this week? Do we have any of our running backs coming back? Lane Sumner not on the depth chart this week, uh, so that's a subtraction. Isaiah Fonse still remains up in the air. They they keep talking about it, uh, giving like detailed progress updates on it. And you know, this is just me being my cynical journalist self, but that just makes me think that it's actually like not going to happen that he's going to come back but but again that's just my own sense of skepticism and that's just ingrained in me so don't take that for any sort of gospel whatsoever but um probably going to just be uh elijah elliott and uh garrett coon as the two available running backs on saturday so montana state's been shorthanded at that spot all year 
Uh, but they still lead the country in rushing. So it's just been amazing to watch their run game because they're, they're down their whole right side of their offensive line. They're down all but two of their running backs. And it doesn't matter. They still rush for 300 yards on everybody. So, you know, it, it is something to talk about, but I don't know if it's actually a big concern because they just seem to plug and play. Yeah, it seems that way. What about uh, Sean Chambers? Is he back? Chambers is, I think, questionable. Um, I think the bye week is going to help a lot of guys. But uh, the, and the, he was on the depth chart. He's listed as the number two on the depth chart. So I'd say he's probably a game time decision. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Chambers played. What's his injury? That I don't know. I actually think Chambers has been hurt since Eastern Washington, and I think that they were just kind of waiting until Tommy was back to Tommy Malott was back to to get him back in the lineup. Uh, it's amazing the way that they've been able to mitigate all this stuff. It really shows you. I mean, being a head football coach is. You know, part motivation, part teaching, and then part, you know, CEO of an organization, right? And I think that that's one place where you could say that Brent Vegan just gets five stars. He's just unbelievable at the management of the organization. Because I really think that when Malat went out against Eastern, I think Chambers played a lot. He, he ran the ball a lot. He had a bunch of tough carries. His whole arm was all cut up, but I also think he was having some rib stuff that was really bugging him. But then Malat was out, and so I think that Chambers just kind of gutted it out against Idaho State, uh, the, uh, UC Davis and Idaho State the next couple weeks. And, uh, you know, I mean, Vegan made a comment after the UC Davis game that uh, he gave Chambers a big hug after the second long touchdown run in the second half because they had thought about maybe sitting Chambers out because they thought he was so banged up, but then they kept playing him. So I think this actually might have been a long time coming, so we'll see. We'll see how long it takes them to get him uh, back to full strength. But uh, he's proven he can play hurt before. Yeah, I'll tell you, as a final note, I, I just it makes me really nervous when they're running Tommy Malott 25, 30 times a game. Yeah, and it's so interesting, too, because you know, people wonder why they brought in Sean Chambers. A part of why they brought in Sean Chambers is because Tommy Malott is just kind of a wild Mustang. He can't really control himself. Like, how many uh, he carried the ball? I think twenty-eight times uh, in uh, yeah. the, their last win against Weber State, maybe thirty-two times. Regardless, I bet you that probably ten of those were designed run plays. <laughs> he just sometimes they run read option, and and you know Tommy can give it or take it, and oftentimes he takes it because that's the best option for him and the team. But then other times they will, they'll play like, you know, they'll run some little RPO quarterback rollout, and the time he doesn't have his first read, he just takes off because why wouldn't you? You're fastest guy on the field. You might as well. So, um, you know, I, I do think that's why they brought in Chambers, though, because they knew that if Tommy Tommy can't keep the ball and tuck it and run it, if he's not in the game. <laughs> so uh, they could yeah. take some, some snaps off of him uh, with Chambers in, in the fold. So, uh, again, good good management of the organization. But I agree. I think that – you know, if you got to have it to win a big game, great, but I don't think you want to be giving Tommy Malott 32 carries every Saturday. Yeah, we still got three games in the playoffs to go. So uh, that makes me really nervous. But what, what do you do when you don't have any running backs? I guess you got to run him more because he, obviously it's working. It's working. And, and uh, you know, again, sometimes that's just what the read indicates. And, uh, you know, he's so good. People talk about his passing all, all the time. And, I, you know, I, th- I do think he's getting better at throwing the ball. But it, it's the it's the read option skills and the ball skills and, and, you know, the ability to deceive defenders with where he puts the ball on play fakes and handoff fakes and stuff like that. That is, I just think he's the best in the country at it. I really do. And I think that's, that's why they keep on rolling with him because – they know, you know, he's got the intangible leadership qualities that, that you can't teach. 
That's huge. He also then has these phenomenal ball skills outside of throwing the football. And you just know that if you keep with it, uh, he'll figure out a way to just learn how to be better throwing the ball. And, and then you have, you know, an All-American candidate. So uh, it's been fun to watch the kid progress. Yeah, no question. It's Colter Nuanez, Skyline Sports. Uh, tell us about the website. What's on there this week? Well, we got all sorts of fun stuff. Um, Cal Poly's head coach is Bo Baldwin, so we'll be catching up with him the next couple weeks because uh, the Mustangs come to Missoula this week and then play uh, Montana State in San Luis Obispo next week. Coach Baldwin was in the league for forever. He's offensive coordinator and then head coach at Eastern Washington for uh, 15 total years, and he's really the guy that laid the foundation there at Eastern. So it's always fun catching up with Bo- with Coach Baldwin and. Uh, just seeing how he's trying to tackle this immense challenge that he has at Cal Poly. Um, we'll also have some stuff with R.J. Martinez, the quarterback from Northern Arizona. And they got a couple fun features, a couple uh, meaningful features coming up about some Bobcat guys. Tyrell Thomas, a kid who came to Bozeman from Compton, and he just told me a great story about what what the experience has done to, to change his life. And, uh, you know, I know he doesn't play that much anymore. He was a more of a, a contributor when he was a freshman and sophomore, and then he's been hurt, but – he stuck it out, and here he is. He's got his degree, and uh, that's what it's all about. So uh, we'll have some senior profile stuff on both Tyrell Thomas and then the uh, the transfer pair of receivers, Ravy Alston and uh, Cleavon Thomas, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. So go check it out, SkylineSportsMT.com. Sculter Nuanez, Skyline Sports. It's our first look brought to you by First Security Bank of the Bobcat game on Saturday. All right, Coulter, thanks, man. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving.